Chet Adar Sheni Tafshin Ayin Dalit, coming to you live from the corporate headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> That was Yorick um, Ben David. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are here every Monday morning immediately following JM in the AM. That is usually 9 a.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Israel. But no, not today. No, we've changed the clock in America because uh, I don't know why. But it's the beginning of March and we've changed the clock in America. That's the new law. And we're following the law. So it is 3 p.m. in Israel now. And then the six-hour difference will remain so for the next few weeks. Israel switches to um, daylight savings times at the end of March. As we say, we're here every Monday live, and you can also listen to us on demand whenever you want on the website, nachomsegel.com, and you can also listen on your iPad, your iPhone, your iPod, your iPad mini, your Android. Uh, There's a gazillion ways to listen to this radio program, and you can get any of those apps at the respective stores just by plugging in Nachum Siegel Network. And of course, you can podcast the show as well. Available in so many different ways. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Please uh, participate with us during the show. We post links to a lot of the songs that we play and stories that we cover. Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Give us a like and have a listen. Well, yesterday was the seventh day of ER. ER, did I just say <laughs> It's live. It's live, and it's been a long uh, two weeks of Jamie Day and marathoning, so maybe I'm still a little tired. <sighs> Yesterday was the seventh day of Adar. There we go. Yesterday was the seventh day of Adar. According to the Torah, all the way at the end, the end of Sefer Devarim, we're told that when Moshe died, God himself buried Moshe. According to Chazal, 
this happened on the seventh of Adar. And according to the Torah, no one knows to this very day, no one knows where Moshe was buried. I always like to differentiate, to distinguish what is specifically written in the Torah Shebikhtav and what are add-ons of Chazal, Midrashic add-ons, and so on, so forth. So in the Torah it says, Moshe was buried by God, and no one, no one to this very day knows where he was buried. Chazal have a, uh, a Masorah, a tradition that this happened on the 7th of Adar. And so, appropriately, the Israel Defense Forces, the the army of the state of Israel and of the people of Israel, Tzahal, many years ago, set the 7th of Adar as the day to officially remember the 553 sons and daughters, members of the IDF, soldiers whose burial place is unknown. That is such a beautiful and moving concept. Every nation around the world has memorials to those soldiers whose burial place is unknown. But only Israel, only the Jewish army has the insight to set that day to Zion Adar. The day that, according to Chazal, Moshe Rabbeinu was buried and we don't know his burial place. And so it is so appropriate that we remember the, the, the soldiers whose bodies were never found and therefore their burial place is unknown. This includes many soldiers who died at sea, for example. The famous submarine, the Dakar, in 1968 was lost at sea and for decades was never found. Finally, not long ago, several years ago, the actual wreckage was found at the bottom of the ocean, but of course the bodies could not be recovered. There were the Chavchet Yodea Sirat, 28 people that were also lost at sea. There was there were quite a number during the War of Independence who were killed. We know that they died in the war, but we never found their bodies. Maybe the enemy took them, burnt them in their ruthlessness against the Jewish people. And so it is appropriate that on the Israel show we mention the uh, special day yesterday, Zayin Adar. It's not lost on any of us that there were other activities taking place in New York yesterday on Zayin Adar, also having to do with the Israel Defense Forces. This is a beautiful thought and a beautiful idea that we remember those whose burial place is unknown. On the website, the official website of uh, the Israel Ministry of Defense, under which Sahal operates. The Yizkor website, izkor.gov.il, is where you can see the names of all the soldiers who have fallen, over 22,000. And we're posting on our Facebook page a link to this specific page on that website, it's yizkor.gov.il slash mekom kivuratam unknown. I find that very interesting. We're posting the uh, the link on our Facebook page, and at the top of it is the pasuk vayamot sham Moshe Eved Hashem be'eretz Moav al pi Hashem 
ויקבורתו בגי בארץ מואב מול בית פאור ולא ידע איש את קבורתו עד היום הזה. נזכור את כולם.
Yoram Gaon, Eretz Tzvi, the theme song from uh, the Radon and Tebi movie, starring Yoram Gaon as well. My name is Mayor Wang, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day, wherever you are, whatever day it is, whatever time it is. This is the universality of the Internet broadcasts, and we love it. Take this opportunity to thank all those who pledged their support to another year of great Jewish programming by uh, contributing to the JM in the AM Marathon, which took place over the last two weeks. And a special thank you to uh, all those, and there are many of you, and I appreciate it, all those who pledged in honor of the Israel Show. Dedicated listeners, and um, we thank you very much for supporting Jame and the AM, which is the flagship of uh, the Nachum Siegel Network. And um, it is the base, it is, it is the uh, Yisodot the foundations of everything else that takes place here. So thank you all so much. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, now we can continue yet another year of great Jewish broadcasting around the world. Uh, Over the weekend, the KLOSC, or Close C, I don't know how it's pronounced exactly, a ship that was making its way from Iran to Gaza entered the port of Eilat. Oh my gosh, what happened? It lost its way. No, not really. This ship was carrying weapons that they were trying to smuggle into Gaza. Remember remember back in the day when uh, the Marvi Marmara and a bunch of other boats supposedly manned by peace, peaceful demonstrators tried to break the blockade on Aza because the terrible Israeli occupation is not allowing supplies that are needed for their daily maintenance. Well, that was all a bunch of hooey because Israel does supply food and, and all kinds of stuff to Aza. And not only that, they have a southern border with, border with Egypt where the Egyptians can open and close it and bring in whatever they want through their border. But they don't really want food or, or, or regular everyday supplies. They want weapons so that they can attack us, the Jewish people and the Jewish state. And so this boat, the Close Sea, which was supposedly uh, just carrying some cement and other stuff, actually had hidden aboard at 40, 40 M302 rockets, surface-to-surface missiles manufactured in Syria that had a range of 200 kilometers could hit, if launched from Aza, could hit easily Tel Aviv, Ramad Gan, B'nai Brak. Thankfully, the Israel Defense Forces intercepted the boat it had 180 mortar shells. It had 400,000 assault rifle rounds. And the brave men of the Israel Navy SEALs, Shayetet Shloshesrei, headed out thousands and thousands of miles away from Israel using great, amazing military intelligence 
to quote unquote meet up with this boat and make sure that the death and destruction that it would bring doesn't get to Gaza. And so over the weekend it sailed in very nice and quietly into a lot. There's a video which was taken aboard the carrier, the Israeli Navy carrier as it was making its way south toward the coast of Sudan. And the video shows a few minutes of what was happening on Friday night before the interception aboard the Israeli boat. I don't think the audio would do it justice, so I'm not going to play it, but I'm posting the link. I've posted it already. I'm going to post it again on our Facebook page. And if you don't have a Facebook and you want to get a copy of this link, email me, mayor at nachomsegel.com, mayor, M-E-I-R, at nachomsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. So aboard this boat, filled with Navy SEALs, on their way to intercepting this, this ammunition's shipment, on their way to saving the lives of hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of Jews. This unit, Shayetet Shlotzesrei, which is mainly made up of uh, young men who are not Shomer Shabbat, it's very hard to be a Navy SEAL and be uh, religious in our way. I personally know one young man who was a Navy SEAL and is religious. Davin's in Chovavay, the shul that I belong to in Yushalayim. How proud we are of him. But these mostly non-Orthodox Jews, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, on Friday night, were sitting around a beautifully set Shabbos table. They were holding each other around the shoulders in a big circle around the table. And together they sang, Shalom Aleichem, Malachi Asharet, Malachi Elyon. They welcomed the angels who were accompanying them on this journey. The angels, the shlichim, the emissaries of God, who were on that boat with them. And they sang through the Shalom Aleichem, and because most of them are from Eidot HaMizrach, they have the verse, B'Shiftachem L'Shalom Aleichem HaShalom, as you sit with us, angels of God. And when they got to the point of Tzaitchem L'Shalom, the one of them who was leading the uh, leading this said, no, stop. Don't sing B'tzaitchem L'Shalom, Malachi HaShalom, because we don't want them to leave. We want them to stay with us. And then he picked up the wine and he made Kiddush. And you see the picture of the young men huddled around the table, holding each other around the shoulders, most of them with a white yarmulke, what we'd call a kotel yarmulke, one or two with a knitted kippah, who obviously were part of the brigade, answering amen to the kiddush, 
And then all wishing each other Shabbat Shalom. Hard for me to control my emotions. And as I was watching it, I couldn't control my emotions either. And I was thinking that as I was watching that, the sacrifice that these young men are making, ready to put their lives on the line, they could have been killed in this operation, as in any operation that they go out on. There were other Jews around the world who were alluding to the army of Israel as Goyim bin Achlatecha. Posted the link on our Facebook page. And I really hope that you watch it and are moved as were so many others who did. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
In our Meir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or phrase in the Hebrew language. Meir Milim is inspired by the Galei Tzahal radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor and informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Look at any map of the United States, or, or just imagine the basic outline. What side of the map will we find New York? On the right side, of course. While California is known as the left coast, not only because of its politics, but also because California is on the left side of the map. All our maps work that way. East is on the right, west is on the left, north is up, and south is down. We're so used to our maps, it's hard to imagine that they weren't always like that. Many ancient maps were drawn differently. Instead of the top of the page being north, it was east. Try to imagine how the United States would look on an ancient map. Today we can easily do this on our iPhone or iPad. Just take two fingers and rotate the picture one quarter turn to the left. New York is on top, L.A. on the bottom. Texas and Mexico are now on the right side, Michigan and Canada on the left. Our maps today have a northern orientation. The maps of old were oriented to the east. In fact, that's where the word orientation comes from, the orient, the east. In ancient times, you oriented yourself by facing east. Yamin, Usmol Tifrotzi, we should expand our settlements out to the right and to the left. The words in Hebrew for left is small. The word for right is Yamin. Yud, Mem, Nun are the main letters. Yamin. Keeping in mind the orientation of the ancient maps, where the south was on the right, it is of no surprise that a country that is to our south is called Yemen, or Teman, which is also Yud, Mem, Nun. As Moshe Rabbeinu is about to die, God allows him one panoramic view of the beloved land of Israel. The greatest prophet Moshe only gets to see it from afar, but never to enter it. Climb to the top of the mountain and look out. Yama vitzafona, west and north, viteimana umizracha, south and east. Here we see the word teiman, or yamin, specifically being used to describe the south. Teimana. We have the same in the Mishkan. Negev Teimana. Using the two words that we've now discussed for the south, Negev and Teiman, to describe that specific direction. And this will also help us understand a pasuk in Sefer Bereshit. The shepherds of Lot weren't playing nice with their fellow shepherds, the ones who worked for Avraham. Well, what's the best way to settle this? Avraham tells Lot, Let's separate. Let's each go our own way. And Avraham, being magnanimous, gives Lot the choice. He parid name alai, separate yourself from me. Im hasmol ve'emina, ve'im hayamin ve'asmeila. If you go left, I'll go right. If you go right, I'll go left. But the pshat, the simple meaning of this pasuk is, if you go north, I'll go south. If you go south, I'll go north. So let's orient ourselves and sum it all up. Unlike our maps, where north is up on ancient maps, the east was up and the west was at the bottom. The right side was south, the north was on your left. 
As a result, the word for right, yamin, more specifically teman, letters yud mem nun, became another word for the south. And that's this week's Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're listening to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ariel Zilber, one of his classics, Betty Betty Bam. He's in the news a lot these days, Ariel Zilber is. The ACUM prize that we discussed several weeks ago. Still in the uh, still in the news. Ay, ay, ay. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for Tuning in, we say hello to our friend Menachem, who just pointed out something about our Meir Milim segment. Yes, 
You are correct, and we will get to that in a future segment. Post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show, links to the songs we just played. Betty Bomb is one of them. Before that, before the Meir Milim segment, we played uh, Shlomo Kabach's Lama'ana Chai as done by Shuli Rand and Kobe Oz. Many of you know uh, Shuli Rand, Israeli actor, who was Choser B'Tshuva, Baal Tshuva, was the star of... Um, the movie Ushpizin, he appears on stage in the video, you can see it, with, uh, I guess we would call it Hasidic garb, big hat, round hat, kapota. And next to him stands Kobioz, grew up in a traditional home but is now not orthodox. Standing on stage right next to him, white pair of pants, polo shirt, no kippah. But the music, in this case the music of Rib Shlomo, unites them. It's amazing how music in Israel is becoming a uniter of all Jews from all walks of life and all streams. You can take a look at that video. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, last week, last Sunday... There was a huge demonstration in Yerushalayim. Accounts ranged from 400,000 to 600,000. How many participated? This was a demonstration of the Haredi community against the um, law that is not yet passed, but is going to be debated and voted on in the next few days in the Knesset. It's a law that um, many people believe Will um, will necessitate the drafting of all yeshiva boys, as we said last week in our segment about the uh, misinformation and disinformation, the myths about the draft law. That's not true. But the law, said, the law, by the way, and, and a spokesperson within the Aguda world was. Um, there was a uh, video, audio of a speech that he gave recently. I don't think he expected it to become public. Jonathan Rosenblum. In which he basically said he spoke to many leaders in the Haredi community and they can live with this law. Because the truth is the law does not, does not require all yeshiva students and all Haredim to be drafted. Not only that, the law actually makes their situation better than it was before. We discussed it last week, but basically it sets up a certain quota of people that the army recognizes Haredim. And that includes, by the way, people who would have been in the army anyway, like people from Merkaz Harav and other yeshivot who the army considers within the Haredi world. They're part of Nachal Haredi. So it sets up a quota that doesn't even come into effect now. It only comes into effect the three to five years from now, in which another 2,000 or so people from that the army recognizes as Haridim will have to join some sort of national service. And the rest, at the age of 24, are free to do whatever they want, which is such a big, big improvement over the, situa- the current situation. Anyway, at this demonstration last Sunday, we spoke about it, but after the show last week, I saw pictures from it. 
And there were signs that were pre-printed by the organizers and distributed and people were carrying them. And two of the signs caught my attention. First of all, they were both in English. The first sign said the Israeli government harshly persecutes and tramples observant Jews. The second sign said war against religion. The Israeli government harshly persecutes and tramples observant Jews. This is a sign, and there were many like this, pre-printed, that were carried by demonstrators last Sunday in Israel. Why is it that a demonstration that's taking place in Israel by Israelis, many of whom don't know English, by the way, because they don't study English in their schools, in the Haredi schools, why are they carrying a sign in English? A sign that blasts the Israeli government because they want the media around the world to see this sign. Is that shocking? At a time that we're fighting anti-Semitism around the world, anti-Semitism that, that shows its ugly head through anti-Israel actions, BDS and others, at a time that we're fighting against the ridiculous, nonsensical lies that the Arabs launch against Israel. We, the Jewish people, need to carry a sign in English that is a lie. That the Israeli government harshly persecutes and tramples observant Jews. Really? The Israeli government that supports Yeshivot to the tune of tens of millions of dollars? The Israeli government that pays the salaries of hundreds of local Orthodox rabbis in Dayanim? The Israeli government that pays for the building and maintenance of mikvaot and Batei Knesset? The Israeli government harshly persecutes? Do we understand the meaning of the word persecutes Jews and observant Jews? Do we have any historical perspective that we could possibly say that? And we put it out in English for the whole world to see. Busha, busha v'charpa. What can we say? Let's go to some music. Here's a remake of the uh, children's classic, Mikofefa Bananot. Maybe that'll put us in a little bit of a different mood. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> השד יודע איזה שד אותו כל כך מרץ לכל המשמשים ניגש ובסך הרץ לכל התפוזים ומנקד מקבוביות ובאפרות הנגועים הוא שם אבל יותר מכל אוהב הוא לכופף בננות מכופף הבננות but 
Yoni Bloch and Maya Blitzman, I believe, a remake of the uh, children's classic, which was made famous by Eric Einstein, and that is the classic, but this remake is really, really nice, beautifully done. And speaking of remakes, here's another one that I found recently. Many of you are familiar with uh, Naomi Shemer's old, old, oldie called Zamar Noded. If, if you if you don't know it by that name, maybe you know it by the name Hadera Haruka, maybe. Um, redone recently by a group called Ensemble Choral. <laughs> and that's what it's called in Hebrew, by the way. Ensemble Choral. I hate when they do that. Give it yourself a Hebrew name, for heaven's sakes. Anyway, they uh, redid it very, very different. Totally different. Slow beautiful, almost jazzy kind of uh, vocal uh, arrangement. And uh, here's what we're going to do. We'll play uh, a little piece, a little cut of the original song, and this one done by the Parvarim, so you remember what the original sounded like, and then we'll go right into this remake of uh, Zamar Noded by the Parvarim. Before we do so, we're going to remind you that the Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. They had a big, huge event yesterday that was broadcast, Nachum broadcast live from their Mega Aliyah event in uh, New York yesterday where people that um, want to consider fulfilling 
certain mitzvot, like mitzvot Yishuv Haaretz and mitzvot HaTuyot Baaretz. If they want to consider that, making Aliyah in any which way, they went there. Others went other places. Uh, this is your show, is sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Nefesh Benefesh is there for potential Olim with uh, employment resources. They offer assistance with government absorption, community-based guidance, and need-based financial aid. And that makes each individual's aliyah as successful as possible. Their charter flights, Nefesh Benefesh charter flights, are, are really, truly, truly, truly legendary. Where they commission an entire El Al flight, the plane is all Olim from the U.S. And as they come into Israel, this beautiful ceremony, you got to go on their site and see it. If you don't cry, then uh, I don't know. What can I say? Their website, Nefesh Benefesh, is NBN. NBN. You'll get there if you do Nefesh Benefesh as well. NBN.org.il. NBN.org.il. They have made Aliyah an in thing for Jews in America, and the Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, who are revolutionizing Aliyah. Here it is, Amar Noded, two versions, the classic and the new. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Got to say, it's very different, but very interesting. I like it. A lot of great uh, vocal arrangements there. wonder what Naomi Shemer would think of it. My name is Mayor Wanger, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to end off in the perm spirit with the Krembo song. This is Aharon Razel's song. There's a video attached to it. Do I have the link here? I think I do. No, I don't. Boy, I'm going to have to get it and post it on the Facebook page because it's a very cute video. The song basically describes, if you'll hear at the beginning of the phone call being made, someone's calling up his Rav and asking him whether on Shabbat you are allowed to separate the cookie at the bottom of the Krembo from the uh, cream that is the top of the Krembo. And you don't know what a Krembo is? Oh, come on. Of course you do. Look it up. It's it's a treat in Israel. It, it it's everybody knows what a krembo is. Just Google it. Anyway, it's a cute uh, little parody song in which the question is asked: On Shabbat, can you separate the cookie from the cream in the krembo? We'll get to that right after we say thank you. As we do every week, thank you so much for tuning in and for listening, for your Facebook likes and comments. You can email us, mayor at nachumsegel.com, mayor, M-E-I-R, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel for everything he does. Tech Talk with Aryeh Lightstone immediately follows this radio program. And after that, a Music Monday mix put together by Mark Zamek. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Next Monday, Shushan Purim will be back here live. And until then, following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Hello? Hello? Zara? יש לי שאלה, אפשר לשאול שאלה הלכתית? כן, בבקשה. אוקיי. במאכל הקרמבו